stuff. World and keep us from the cold. Your sunny smile is solar powered and worth much more than gold. Your sunny smile will drive the sky. Welcome to episode 136 of the Good Stuff Kids podcast. I'm your host, Mike Mason, and this is the show where I get to know the creators of certified and bona fide good stuff for kids and families. On today's show, I talk to Mr. Singer, and if you like what you just heard, that beautiful song with some beautiful harmonies called Your Sunny Smile, well, A, you can find it on the Mr. Singer and the Sharp Cookies brand new record, Going to a Party. You can also hear the full song at the end of this show. You might feel like this one kind of picks up right in the middle of something. We had a little bit of technical difficulties when we started our interview, but you will catch on extremely quickly. Mike at Good Stuff Pod if you want to reach me via email, the at symbol Good Stuff Pod. If you want to find me on social media, I'd love to hear from you. Drop me a line. And now here is Mr. Singer, live from Chicago while I was in the Bay Area. Talk to you at the end of the show. Good stuff. I'm on the line. I am live with Mr. Singer, who's coming to me live from Chicago in Wrigleyville. Um, how are you today? I'm feeling great. It's yeah. a beautiful day. Spring is feeling like it's coming around and uh i sang to about 400 of my friends at the lincoln park zoo this morning took a bike ride there down lakeshore trail and yeah had a good Whoa. lunch with my wife so things are pretty great yeah i mean you can't be you said some magic words like the lincoln park zoo and 400 kids and lunch and we'll talk about lunch but not quite yet <laughs> all right so so mr singer tell me a, tell me a little bit about yourself how did we uh how did we get to this point um, this point, well, I suppose my, I could go pretty far back. Um, I started, uh, I've always liked children and I started babysitting my next door neighbor kid. Um, so that's how I started working with kids. And, um, I bought my first electric guitar with money. I, um, earned from babysitting as well as I sold my, my mini bike. <laughs> and uh, got my first electric guitar. So I suppose that's the start of it. Mm -hmm. well, I we're studied... so... no, go, go ahead. Go ahead. I studied sound recording and music at Columbia College, Chicago. And so for a while I was doing sound engineering and um, and I wanted to do more with music itself, like making music. And I was at a party and somebody said that they were looking for a kindergarten music teacher and I thought I would give it a try and um, I loved working with the kids they seemed to like me and um, just went on from there yeah you uh, you definitely you know you you and I have known each other for approximately six minutes but I can see how that all came to be I think that you got you got the right the right way about you so what what kind of music did you listen to growing up just out of curiosity I have two older brothers that were pretty hip, music explorers, and um, we had a college radio in town, so the college DJs at the College of Worcester radio station played some interesting off-the-wall music. Um, so what really moved me first was punk rock music. I loved the fast pace of it and um, the high energy. And uh, the the Ramones and the Dickies were my first concert when I was twelve years old. That was, was your first concert. 
All right. Nicely done. Nicely done. Uh huh. Okay. Uh, any any others like outside of the punk rock realm? Um. Yeah. Um. I remember going on a road trip down to Hocking Hills in Ohio, in southern Ohio. It's a natural nature preserve, and uh, my brother put on. Um, David Bowie's Ziggy Stardust on the headphones, and that blew me away. I've been a big David Bowie fan ever since. I liked a lot of the the hippie music too. I like Jimi Hendrix a lot, and um, the Stones and the Clash. So yeah, like I suppose hippie music and uh, and punk rock were two of my favorite musics. That's that's Sorry. great. That's great. So okay, so now let's. Let's set the scene here. You you're in Chicago. You you've you've taught kindergarten music, and then it sort of like I guess like reverse spiraled right up and up and up and up and up until now. You teach music classes, and you have how many records out? You have two records. Um, we just released our third album. Oh, third. Okay, great. So so tell me a little bit about the the lighthouse. Let's start with that. Um, well, we're in the lighthouse right now, and it's like you say, it's about a half mile from Wrigley Field here in Chicago. Um, my wife and I were looking for a home about six years ago, and you know, her stipulation being an artist and a visual person, she wanted to have a lot of natural light so she could paint in, and I wanted somewhere that I could be as loud as I want whenever I want, and we found this place and. We didn't even think that we could find a place that could be our business, too. We weren't looking. We just lucked out. This is a house of beyond our dreams. We were not dreaming of a house like this, but it has a storefront. And so we were able to convert the storefront into my um, where I teach music classes. It's called The Lighthouse, L-E-I-T-H-A-U-S. That's after our last name. We are the first in lights. And um, so this is where I teach music classes, and Carrie has a portrait photography studio here. This is also where it is her um, art gallery, so I could show you some of her art she's got on the wall here. Um, and so, yeah, we bought the home and worked real hard ourselves. It took us several years to to get the storefront together because. We renovated ourselves and were, as the money came in to that we could spend on putting it together, we finally got it together. And now it's so cool to have little buddies from all over the city come here and make music where I've got all my instruments. So I, I travel all over the city and make music with kids, but here I've got all my instruments that I could share with kids. And it's, it's just pretty much a dream. Yeah, that's it's amazing. You know, I'm looking at... You know, you're looking at my art gallery behind me, which is like all my kids' artwork, and I'm looking at like all of your instruments, and you know, it, it's really, really cool. So, what is what is a music class with you like? What are we doing? Like, what can I expect? Um, well, I've got music playing on the stereo when people come in, and there are a a ton of drums on the floor. We got um, bowrons, bongos, congas a couple water jugs that um, kids can beat on. And so they just come in and the door opens 15 minutes before class starts. They just come in, make themselves at home, beat on some drums. 
then I, when class starts, I join them, sing a couple songs with them, and then I do a few minutes of introduction of a featured instrument. So this week it was the Celtic harp. So I talked about the Celtic harp, played a, played a song on it, and um, and then we sing hello to all the kids and we pass around the featured instrument of the day. Then um, I play some songs that the kids like and take requests. I play some of my originals that I'm excited about that I try to share that excitement with the children. We get up and turn it into a dance party. We, sh we uh, shut the blinds and turn off the lights and turn on like a disco light. <laughs> and the, I, I generally play a song with my guitar, a dance song. I've got bells on my feet to help with the, the rhythm. And then I always ask the adults what their favorite family dance song is or the kids who are articulate enough to tell me. And then I find that online and we play that through the stereo. And that I, I really like that. I just, I just started dancing myself. I've been making music all my life and I just started really getting a kick out of dancing. So I've kind of brought that here so I could put down my guitar, take off the bells and dance with the families to their favorite music. So... That's a pretty cool part of it. Yeah. And then and then we get down all the instruments from the wall. I throw out a bunch of shakers and bells, and kids can play whatever instrument they want. Um, so, yeah, all the instruments I have are available to the children, so they can experience a whole wide variety. Banjo, mandolin, violin, electric guitars, piano. Um, yeah, they, they, Is that a trumpet? A saxophone? Yeah. Yeah, the kids can play the trumpet, and we've got a, a washroom right right next door. So if they want to, um, if the grown up wants to wash out the mouthpiece, they can do that. <laughs> I, some some grown ups say no, it's just fine. They want to expose the kids to some new germs, germs I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> so I leave it up to them. They can sterilize it if they want. And so yeah, a whole bunch of instruments for these kids to play. That's so and that'd great. Be, Wrap it up with a goodbye song, and that's yeah. pretty much a, our 45-minute class. Okay, so classes are 45 minutes long. Cool. And now, so you have the class, and you have your studio, and you have the, your storefront, which is amazing to live where you work. It's very convenient, right? No commute. That's a very nice <laughs> life. Um, and then you have a new record that just came out. So tell me a little bit about the new record. Um. Yeah, it's called... Mr. Singer and the Sharp Cookies, that's my band with my wife, Carrie Appleberry. She sings and she does all the artwork, the photography, the paintings, the drawings that go along with our music. And we have our buddy Marius Mustard. He's He plays drums with us and he's one of my best friends too. He's got great taste in music. He's another music explorer that keeps me hip to uh -huh. good music. Uh -huh. and so it's, it's basically a three-piece. We... On the recordings, we have um, Jake Sampson. He's a really talented bass player. And when we do some bigger shows, he plays with us too. Um, but we basically have the band fashion that as a trio, we can put on a great engaging live show. And so the album is all original music. And it was recorded at a buddy's the drums and guitar were recorded together. Like all three of us were in a, were in the studio recording. So, it, um, but then I did overdubs with you know the bass came afterwards, and we did some overdubs for vocals. But it's got a real 
great um, raw live feel to it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's a collection of songs that I've been playing for a while. These songs on this album are mostly songs that yeah we could play the whole album live. I've recorded some albums that some of them are more like studio songs, but this album um, we could play them all live, and they've been they've been show tested. They're the ones that kids really dig. Yeah. And, um. So once you, oh, go ahead, go ahead. One song we um we recorded at Ralph Covert Studio, Water Dog, and that is that's a he's a he's a nationally known children's artist, and so I wanted to collaborate with him and see what kind of new sounds we could get together. So that that was a really fun experience to record a song with him. Uh, he played some piano on it and had some some cool production ideas, and. Once we had that together, I met Mr. Cookie Jar. He's a LA artist at um, at a it's called Kindy Fest, but it's a you know a convention for children's music artists. So I met him there, and we we hit it off. I asked him if he'd like to collaborate. He said sure. So I sent him the tracks, and he rapped over it, which is cool because that's the only rap we have on any of our albums, and so it adds some dynamics to what we're doing and he did a really great job on that so that was that was a pretty fun track yeah, to record he, that's he called is, your sunny smile right he is uh he is a great collaborator he really is it's it's uh it's a pleasure to hear like so many people speak so highly of him and what it's like to work with him and um it's it's really it's really nice so is this record different than the other two or is, is it more of like, you know, you mentioned it was more like sort of a raw sound. Um, but I imagine that like uh, thematically, it's still pretty appropriate for, for kids and families, right? Oh yeah, it's absolutely appropriate for kids and families. And um, it's, it's different. Yeah. Like the, the first album I recorded it, it took me like seven years to record and I had 45 different musicians play on it and a hundred kids singers. Oh my gosh. So, and it had all different styles of music on it, like, like some, some country style, some ska style, some rock. And it was, it was really eclectic, a lullaby. And, um, yeah, that came out pretty awesome. That's called Muddy Water Beaver Dam Band. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I, I really love that as the album that it is. Um, and then the next album, I kind of went the total opposite direction. Um, it was just a four piece. There was only four musicians on the album and I recorded it all myself in my own studio. And, um, and that was pieced together. I did the drums, you know, the drums first and then the guitars. And so I kind of pieced it all together and so, and then this album, and that took about five years to release. Wow. So this album, um, I wanted to do it a lot quicker. I've got so much music. I've got over a hundred songs that I've demoed and, and recorded that um, I've been sitting on. And so now's, now's my big push. I, I'm just, um, I kind of lost the perfectionist or I've, you know, that's something I'm working on. I'd rather get the music out than, than spend so much time on it. Um, and so this, this album, I wanted to have a more, 
raw feel and more like a live musicians feel like musicians playing together that's yeah. what you hear right on this recording yeah um and that definitely comes through so so you mentioned you had just come from lincoln park zoo with 400 of your closest friends yeah <laughs> um yeah. And, and like that's just the animals boom um so <laughs> so let's uh how does a how does a mr singer show at is so like what's what are you opening with right like what's the show like what are some of your time tested moves that work to sort of hook an audience yeah okay i i do sort of have a format that i go by i i plug in different songs into the format but um it's a solo show at the Lincoln Park Zoo every Wednesday and Friday morning, 9.15 oh, wow. to 45 and 10 to 10.30, Wednesdays and Fridays. And it's in, it's in a barn. It's in a big red barn. Uh-huh. And it's just me and my guitar. Um, I, I play electric there because I, I have the setup. They let me keep my gear there. So I... Uh, to answer your question, the form is, I um, I wrote a song, like a theme song for the performance. It's called Everything's Connected. And so I start every set with that song. That's on our second album, Bouncing Ball of Energy. And and then I, after we do that theme song, we do a country, um, like a country stomp is what I call it. It's just... Uh, a four on the floor beat. So, and I ask everybody to clap like one, two, three, four, clap your hands, two, three, four. And then I sing whatever song fits into that, like a country song or a folk song. And um, that is just because I figure that people new to an audience are more willing to clap along before they sing along. So I want to engage them right away. And that's the easiest beat that because the people can clap too um it's just on every beat that they clap and it's a really it's the most eclectic audience and diverse audience that i'm ever around and i feel really blessed to be around so many people from different cultures and different cultures clap on different beats like the <laughs> rock and roll beat is on the two and the four right you know, one two three four one two three four uh-huh. so that's blues and gospel and rock and roll and then um latin latino music um is often they clap on the one and the three so to make it easier for everybody i just do uh a country stop at the beginning and then i sing the simplest of songs that I can think of to get everybody singing. Mm-hmm. So the, those are the first three songs. So like it was like Mary had a little lamb or ABCs or just something to get everybody singing. And then I usually just play one of my songs, um, one that I'm excited about and it could be one that they already know. It could be a new one because they're it, the, the momentum is already, started so they're pretty open to whatever I play at that point and then after that I always ask the kids I say you know kids you're the reason we're here what do you want to sing what would make you happy and the first kid I hear shout out a song we do that one Uh um you know I suppose that's 
because I'm a loud mouth and that's the kind of person I would be is I'd be one of the kids that would shout it out. So I guess that's <laughs> maybe not fair to all the kids who are a bit more reserved. But maybe as I say that, maybe I should think of. No, no, it's good. It's good. Have, have you ever been stumped? Right. Have they ever that's... called out a song that you couldn't play? Um. Uh, yeah, that's, that's happened. Um, I suppose that's, if it's a song that, you know, if it's a big kid who who shouts that out, I'll ask if they want to come up and sing it. So maybe <laughs> maybe they'll sing it acapella for everybody. Um, I mean, I I've been doing this for over fifteen years, so I pretty much know all the kid classic songs. Right. So that's generally what they ask for, or one of my originals. So. Well, that's good. That's good. I not, don't get stumped too often. Yeah, they're not throwing out like uh, Taylor Swift songs or, you know, what I don't even know what else. Imagine Dragons. I don't know, right? So Definitely you, not. You can handle You can handle it. All right, good. I'm glad you can handle it. Um, so tell me about the band name, The Sharp Cookies. What's a sharp cookie in your mind? Just a, just a smart person. Um, yeah, that... I, I've heard it different ways, like a, a smart cookie or a sharp cookie. But when I was growing up, it was a sharp cookie. And when I started teaching in a kindergarten uh, several years ago, when I thought a kid made a, a wise comment, I'd say, man, you're a sharp cookie. And they thought that was hilarious. They would laugh and laugh. <laughs> and uh -huh. then they would start saying that. They'd say, no, you're a sharp cookie or whatever. And so, yeah, I just thought that would a fitting name for what we're doing in the band yeah I, I think it's appropriate totally so you mentioned that uh you had lunch today and lunch is one of my top three meals of the day but you are in uh, <laughs> uh you're in a special part of uh the country where there are some like delicious things to eat so did you have so like if you were to have a special Chicago lunch or someone was to come to Chicago and say, I need Mr. Singer's recommendation for lunch in Chicago, what do you recommend? Well, if it was one of my buddies, I would recommend they come over to my place and I would make them a meal. Uh -huh. And I'm I'm trying to eat healthy nowadays. So today my wife and I, I made us a a huge salad. It had all kinds of vegetables, carrots, beets, lettuce, um, jalapenos, had some tuna on it and some almonds and my favorite dressing, which is tahini and balsamic vinegar. And that it was in like a huge mixing bowl. That's how I make my salads. <laughs> That's how you make your, this is no, this is no small salad. <laughs> no, it's, it's, you know, all vegetables and protein and, you know, it's yeah. got to sustain me till dinner. So it's a big portion. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. So, so Mr. Singer, how do we find you? How do we keep up with what you're doing? How do we maybe get ourselves to a class that you're teaching or to the zoo? I mean, you mentioned the zoo is every Wednesday and Friday. So yeah. what are those kinds of things? Um, well, you can find me, my website is Mr. Singer and the Sharp Cookies.com, and that's spelled M R and then S I N G E R A N D T H E S H A R P C O O K I E S.com. So that's Mr. Singer and the Sharp Cookies.com. That's that's got my band information and 
I encourage you to check it out if you're in Chicago because we've got a show coming up on April 29th. That's next Sunday at noon at the Beat Kitchen. And it's right about halfway to Halloween. So we are going to do a Halloween show where we're playing some Halloween songs, some party <laughs> songs, and uh-huh. we're going to dress up, encourage all the kids and uh, grown-ups to dress up. So that can be found at MrSingerInTheSharpCookies.com. I've also got um, a website for our music school, and that's LighthouseChicago.com, spelled L-E-I-T-H-A-U-S, Chicago.com. And I'm on Facebook at Mr. Singer and the Sharp Cookies. And if you just Google Mr. Singer, you will find me on uh-huh. all over the first page. So wow, that would nice. make it simple for you. That is very simple. Well, uh, Mr. Singer, thank you for taking the time. I loved hearing. I love hearing you put the dream together. It's really cool, you know, right on. studio and and having, you know, working where you live and making big salads and going to the zoo. And I mean, the whole thing. I love the whole thing. So thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for your interest, Mike. And thanks to all your listeners for checking it out. Big thanks to Mr. Singer. That was a really fun one. Covered a lot of ground. Could you imagine having your like studio or where you work in the basement of, or, or not the basement, but like a storefront and then you lived above it? I think, I mean, I think that sounds pretty amazing, like makes the commute easy, and that's a nice thing. So make sure to check out Mr. Singer and the Sharp Cookies. Uh, What can I say? Email me, mike at goodstuffpod.com. Drop me a line, at goodstuffpod on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. If you're liking the show, maybe leave a review on Apple Podcasts. That would be cool. That would make my day. I hope everyone's having a good beginning to the summer, eating lots of popsicles. Popsicles are important. Thanks for listening. Talk to you very, very soon. Here is Your Sunny Smile by Mr. Singer and the Sharp Cookies, featuring a good friend of the Good Stuff Kids podcast, your friend and mine, Mr. Cookie Jar. Enjoy.